Stacy and Devin. The internet tells us that we're a health and wellness podcast, but you won't find any professional advice here. <laughs> That's right. We are just here to share our journeys so that hopefully our failures make you feel better about yours. Uh, Devin, is there a category for just relatable podcasts? I don't know. Probably. Let's be that. <laughs> Sounds good. So how are you doing, Stacy? I'm doing much better this week. I feel like I kind of, uh, I'm not going to say I got things under control because I have a feeling it's all going to fall apart again this week, but (laughs) I had a moment, a tiny moment Mm -hmm. of uh, the feeling of uh, progress or success. So I've been in a good place this weekend. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I am glad. I'm glad because you needed that. Yes, for sure. (laughs) You needed that win. (laughs) Yes. Yes, I did. Uh, What about you? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Um, it's been a good weekend. Got to see people, um, and the kids had a good time. Uh, we did like a thing for church today, and uh, and we went to the park and did that. And so they had a really good day. And so you know, nice. overall, everything, um, everything was good. So good. I uh, I can't complain mm-hmm. too much. So I won't. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Um, what are you drinking? <laughs> I'm drinking good old H2O. Yay! <laughs> a little uh, hydrating. Because, again, we're recording for what... Because uh, I was traveling this week, so we're recording on Sunday instead of uh, our normal day. And I do feel like when we record on Sunday, it gets the short end of the stick because I've already done all my drinking. <laughs> right, yeah. So by Sunday, I'm like, nah, I don't need another drink. <laughs> right. Well, last night, we had a uh, we had a party at our house for mm-hmm. um, all of our vaccinated friends. And mm-hmm. it was very nice because it's probably the first time we've had, I'm trying to think, it may be the first time that we've had like a party party. Oh yeah, because the one time we well, kind of got together, we, the kids were there playing, but that was the right. last thing I remember. Exactly. Like we did the we did the cabin thing. So that's like, mm-hmm. so that was, mm-hmm. uh, that was, you know, but this has been the first time we've thrown something at the house, I guess. Yes. That's been yeah. like that massive a scale anyway um so i um yeah there was a there, there was lots of drinking and i <laughs> um so tonight i am i am drinking some psycho candy tea <laughs> oh nice uh from our from our friends <laughs> not sponsors but friends yes at, yeah. um the autumn uh no august uncommon tea that's what it was oh yes yes yeah. so mm. I am drinking the Psycho Candy, which I highly uh, recommend because it is like, it's got pumpkin, a little bit right? of like a pumpkin pumpkin spice ty- type pumpkin. to it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would, I'd re- recommend it. It's good. Nice, nice. Speaking of pumpkin, I, um, one of the things I did this weekend was I went to an Oktoberfest in the, um, I just took a little small bar over here. They were having some festivities and one of the things they did was imported some, oh, I don't know. I should, I don't know. I don't know if I should say imported because I don't know if you can get it around here regularly, but the bar specifically got some of this beer called Palner, which is apparently uh, the number one beer in Munich, Germany during uh, Oktoberfest that they have over there. So he wanted, he wanted it to be a legit experience. So, uh, yeah. So we had some. Some Oktoberfest Palner beer, and then I drank some of the lager. They had a Pilsner, too, but I think I'm more of a lager person than a Pilsner person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it was very good, if, if very anybody nice. finds it in their area. It's good stuff. <laughs> uh, well, good. Yeah, I drank 
mostly wine. Yeah, last yesterday from my Boda okay, box. yes, yeah, it was not. Yeah. There was not anything fancy. Um, Were you just carrying around your Boda box? Yeah, and it was just it was like just, had a straw. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I just like strapped it to my back and. <laughs> Uh, it was, uh, and then of course, you know, there were, there were certain people who were attending the said party who were, um, calling for shots. Um, of course. So that also may have happened. Uh, Uh uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. Dangerous. A little bit. So (laughs) I'll just say maybe, maybe a couple days before I'm ready to jump back on that bandwagon again. (laughs) Yes. Understandably. Yeah. So. Anyway, um, but speaking of, you know, ways to reduce stress <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in some healthy and not healthy ways, uh, <laughs> yes, I know that that is related to the topic that we're going to share today. Yes. Which is, <laughs> we're going to answer the question, is stress bad? <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. Or maybe can stress be good? I don't know. I guess it right. depends on how you want to phrase it. Anyway, yeah. so yeah. this was a topic that you brought up. So I thought maybe you could introduce it and kind of talk about like why this idea interests you or what you had heard that made you like start thinking about it. And then we can like go into the things that we researched and stuff. Okay, sure. So the funny thing is I'm 99.9% sure that the whole reason that I wanted to, uh, talk about this topic was because I had seen a book that was called, I think it was like stress, good or bad, or it could have been like good stress, bad stress, something like that. But that was the gist of it. And I swear I added it to my Goodreads uh, because I, you know, typically I do have a, even, even though I've changed positions over the year, I typically have a very stressful job. And so this was a topic of interest for me. And so Lately, I got, you know, I'm in a new position now and it's been the most stressful I've ever encountered. And so I was like, man, this would be a really good time to uh, talk about this or research this because like, am I just killing myself early or is this good for me or what is happening here? (laughs) Right, right. So, uh, yeah. And I went back to try to find that book. I even looked at my Goodreads and I could not find it. So I'm sure it exists. I just can't remember now. what the title was or anything. So the funny thing is, uh, I researched this topic and did not even read the book that sparked the whole thing. <laughs> well, <laughs> they should have marketed um, themselves better so that you could apparently find it. <laughs> yes, they need to talk to James about their uh, <laughs> internet searches and key in on keywords. Because if I type in stress, good or bad, it should have been the first thing that popped up. Right, exactly. Or at least, you know, in the top five. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no... So anyway, so I think that's kind of where it came from. Just like it's, oh, and I also think when we originally talked about it, I was kind of intrigued by it and you were like, no, stress is bad, Stacey. I think you were like a firm stress is bad person. And I was like, I don't know. I could see. And you were like, no, (laughs) stress is bad (laughs) for you, man. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, I think that was part of it too, because we were, but we were on two sides of the fence. Yes. Yes. So I think we'll probably do a little bit of that too today, but I think. Yes. From looking at the the articles that we both decided to uh, gravitate or research about, um, mm-hmm. I think we may end up on a naturally coming to sort of a a, yeah. a middle ground. But anyway, yeah, which is kind of what we do. Yeah, you know, that's kind of what we do. Yeah, but yeah, I guess uh, the my, funny thing is, oh, go ahead. 
Oh, no, you can go ahead. I was going to say, my background with stress is that, um, like, I literally take anxiety medication. So, oh, like, well, yeah, that's true. You know, I stress is something that I've always dealt with for as long as I can remember. And um, I have tried to deal with it in different ways throughout my life with, like, mindfulness and meditation and, um, you know, positive mindset and therapy and all this stuff. And, uh, and then finally medication uh so this that's where that's kind of what position i'm coming at all of this from is that like i medicate myself for stress (laughs) yes yes (laughs) so anyway so go ahead okay well i was just gonna say the funny thing and i think this is like appropriate um so out of I read three different articles, or at least I notated three different articles for this, and one of them was from the BBC. And the summary for the article was, stress can be the kiss of death as well as the spice of life. And I thought, oh, thanks for absolutely no help whatsoever. That's that's nothing. You made no decision whatsoever. Right. So I thought that was pretty funny. I wanted to make sure and say that one. (laughs) I love that. I love that very much. Yes. Um, there was a documentary. I'm going to see if I can find them, find it now. I think it was called stressed. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure this was it that I read. Oh yeah. Stress portrait of a killer. It was a national uh. geographic, um, uh, documentary. And I watched mm-hmm. it when I was probably the most stressed at my job. Um, where I was working really long hours and I had a kid and, um, yeah, I'm trying to remember now if it was before, after my mom got sick and, uh, passed away. So either way, um, it ended up sort of, it it had an effect on me to like watch this because even though I had been working on trying to like basically fix my anxiety, the, um, I mean, you know, you can pretty much tell their, um, <laughs> you know, their stance on it. Stress, portrait of a killer. Um, <laughs> right. Yes. There's no question what that documentary is going to say at the end. Right. Um, but it was, you know, I hadn't really thought about all the different ways that stress, like, physiologically uh, affects you, you know. Yes. Even though... I don't know, it just hadn't, even though I was trying to manage my stress, it was more just to make me feel better or be able to function. It wasn't like to try to like not die an early death or whatever. Um, (laughs) And so that was kind of a wake up call for me of, you know, oh my gosh, I need to like, I I don't need to continue to live this way. This is not good. Yeah. So, um, so that was kind of like, I think that's why my reaction whenever we first talked about it it was just like no stress is bad it kills people right yeah exactly (laughs) this national geographic uh (laughs) yeah thing told me i have a yeah yeah i do have a um if you want me to kind of kickstart i have kind of a whole summary of the different types of stress and then like typically what stress can cause and stuff like that do you want me to go yeah let's 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 get in Okay, so this comes from a Blue Cross Blue Shield article, um, and it talks about the three different kinds of stress, which are acute stress, which is traumatic event, like a serious injury or a sudden death of someone Mm -hmm. that can lead to um, unhealthy coping mechanisms such as alcohol or drugs, and it can lead to PTSD if it lasts. I know. (laughs) 
That's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, you're not supposed to use alcohol for coping? Oh, whoops. This could be a problem. Um, Um, But it can, yeah, lead to PTSD if it lasts longer than a month. So did anybody um, think about, I mean, like, has anyone considered what COVID, like, is that going to be? Right, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, which which stress type it is. Probably acute stress. Right. Yeah. Um, the second one is chronic stress, which is just prolonged probably by a job or relationship, um, leads to insomnia, high blood pressure and anxiety. Okay. Um, yeah. and then there's you, you stress, you stress, E U and then stress. So you stress, you stress, um, that's the good stress and it's the fight or flight response um motivation to get things done so that even though you think of your fight or flight um reaction is not necessarily good but that's considered good because your body gets into like super like reactive mode or you know whatever can help you do things so that's considered good stress and so typically stress is known to cause gastrointestinal stress which is funny because they said the gut is known, also known as the second brain for how it can affect mental and physical well-being by the health of your gut, which um, I can totally see that because, you know, that's, and I do kind of like, well, I think we did a whole episode on probiotics and prebiotics mm-hmm, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And um, yeah, just keeping your gut healthy is so important to your overall health. Right. So it's called the second brain, but also um, stress can cause depression and anxiety poor heart health, weight gain, and it can worsen diabetes if you already have it. Oh, man. Um, yeah. So that's kind of like, I guess I would say that's probably what most people hear all the time is about these stress and then the things that it causes. Um, right. And then just the uh, suggestions on how to reduce stress would be to set realistic goals, obviously, so you're not stressing yourself out over these unrealistic goals lead a healthier lifestyle and exercise regularly. Um, so those were supposed to help reduce stress. So that's kind of my, uh, synopsis of what most people know today. Okay. Okay. Got you. Mm -hmm. So that's, um, yeah. And I, okay. So that's really interesting. So there's like three major types. Mm -hmm. Um, and that, so there's the one that is like something really intense, you know, yeah, can really extreme. freak you out. Extreme. One's like not as extreme, but it's like it happens over a long period of time. And then the other thing is like yes. this almost like positive stress. Like this yeah. can help you, you know, continue to like be alive in the world and, you know, <laughs> yes, <laughs> get shit done. Um, right. And I saw like in some of the things that I was reading as well, um, mm-hmm. I saw some of that too which is there's one and I'll and I'll link this to which is like a eight deadly myths about stress and it's okay. talking about like you know some of the things to keep in mind about uh you know what stress is and what it isn't and one of the things that it talks about is um you know you've got to you have to be able to distinguish between stress and stimulation because okay. like if you're having deadlines, setting goals, and you're pushing yourself to perform, that's actually stimulating, which I would say is probably related to the eustress or eustress thing that you were mm-hmm. talking about. Yes. Um, the but whenever you're anxious, upset, frustrated, you know, and like stress it becomes like a negative emotion. Yes. Um, 
then that ends up reducing your ability to perform. You can't really get stuff done. Um, you know, so it's almost like there is a point where that stress is almost not stress. So that's kind of like the diff, this particular article is like, that's not mm-hmm. really stress. That's stimulation. Mm-hmm. So they call it something else, but I think it's, but I think they're talking about the same thing. So it's okay. like, if it becomes something that is negative, um, mm-hmm. then you are, you know, it's causing a problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and honestly, and this is kind of, I guess, kind of a spoiler for the end, but one of the big things that the BBC article basically said is that it's all about perception. So stress, mm. stress can be good or bad depending on how you perceive it. And I think that goes along with what you're saying, because if you perceive it as negative, then you'll get more um, anxious about it or you'll get more upset about it. Or if you perceive it as good, then it'll be motivating to help you reach that deadline or whatever. Right. Right. Um, and so, yeah, it was basically, it was all about perception. Yeah. And I've, I've got some other stuff to say about that too, because there's like a whole, uh, article that I found on that as well. So I, mm-hmm. um, I have some thoughts, I have some feelings. I'm not entirely sure how I feel to be okay. perfectly honest, but I'm still working, okay. <laughs> still working on it. Yeah. All right. Um, but, but yeah, I saw, I, whenever I was doing my research, I saw a lot of the same stuff that you just mentioned, which was that yeah. there's, you know. <laughs> there's like a there's three different types and yeah so i yeah anyway yeah okay Sorry. Uh, so do you want me to g- no that's okay no continue um, please because that's please, okay. <laughs> all right <laughs> take all right. the mic for the love of god <laughs> i'll take it from here Devin. don't you worry <laughs> we'll just take you a little nap over there all right i will <laughs> um So the next thing I have is the benefits of stress. And so this is something that that I think is newer that, because like we said, most people perceive stress as bad. So this was a Mm -hmm. newer article. Um, Well, this one was from Healthline. And it was that uh, stress benefits can include, it improves cognitive function. It actually, they have shown in studies that um, stress can grow new um, nerve cells Mm -hmm. to help the brain actually function better. Um, and then up to two weeks. So you have a stressful situation and your brain will actually function better for the next two weeks after that stressful situation. Um, it also, now this I thought was funny. It boosts the immune system because, uh, and you're like, what? I thought, wait, no, I've heard that stress can make people sick mm-hmm. um, because it actually increases a chemical called interleukins, interleukins, I-N-T-E-R, L E U K I N S. Interleukins. Sure. Yeah. Um, Which helps (laughs) fight off stuff like uh, viruses and colds or whatever. But um, Uh chronic stress actually lowers your immune system. So that goes back to the, you know, if you have a quick, short thing that is stressful, that actually helps you stay better. And I remember all the time people talking about all these kids during finals, like college kids during finals, they'll uh, stress out for their finals. And -hmm. during the finals, they're fine. But like the week after finals, they all get sick because they had stressed out and their immune system kept them fine during the thing. But then afterwards, it was like, that's when they finally, everything hit. Everything catches Um, up, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, it makes you stronger because of the experience. So, you know, when you go into something and you're like, oh my gosh, you know, there's no way I can do this. And then um, you make it through, you're successful. Then it's like, wow, you know, you just have that confidence and uh, you have that feeling about yourself and that experience behind you that makes you be able to do more. Right. Um, 
And then the last thing is, surprisingly, it can actually enhance child development. Um, So there was a study that pregnant women who encountered mild stress, not severe or chronic, but mild stress, their children up to two years later um, had were advanced in their cognitive abilities based on the stress that the mother had while it was still in her tummy. Yeah. Okay. So this is, this really interests me because, and this is something I say a lot. So Kai, my youngest, um, whenever I was pregnant with her, I got pregnant with her literally a month after my mom passed away. Um, and I was dealing with so much stuff from all of that because, and I'm sure I've said this on the, on, on this show before, but if you're tuning in for the first time, um, my mom had, um, stage four metastatic cancer and I basically just watched her die in like nine months. And, um, and towards the end, I was like her primary caretaker for like the last month of her life. And, um, you know, and it, and her everything just deteriorated so quickly and it was like very it was very very hard anyway um and so like right after she passed away and you know i we went through all the stuff and i was actually like i found out i was pregnant right as i was going and traveling to like take care of her house and okay you know like the estate like i found that all out the same the same weekend Mm -hmm. um so my entire pregnancy had like I mean I was I was crying all the time I was very sad I was like um dealing with like this ongoing whatever and then and like Kai is has always been just like super sweet and super good natured and um and she is like I mean, she's able to catch on. She's reading. She's beginning to read a little bit. She's only four. Um, Yeah. You know, she's writing things. She's, you know, understanding and making leaps. And she's like doing all the stuff that she's supposed to do at school. And she's, you know, very advanced for for her age. Oh. Um, And it's (laughs) so I don't know. Maybe there's some truth to that. Yeah. I hadn't really thought about it from a stress situation. I was just like, how in the world did you know, all of this sadness and sorrow give birth to something that was just like so sweet. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But you know, that's okay. (laughs) I guess it makes sense if it was, uh, maybe it improved her cognitive function as well. Right. Um, maybe that's kind of the link or whatever. So that's very interesting. Yeah. Anyway, so that's Hmm. okay. Yeah. Did you have any... That was the end of my positive list. So did you have any positive comments that you'd like to make? Positive comments about... um, Stress. Did you find any positive things? Stress being good for you. (laughs) Um, You're like, nope. (laughs) I'm dead, but I'm telling you about it. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, I think that a lot of it is is very similar. Um, I feel like I'm missing... No, no, there. Okay, there there it was. Yeah. where you know having that um and i'll link this it's a it's a berkeley study where they talk about um you know having a little bit of stress um that it it does the same thing i mean basically says the same thing it's like those 
brain cells uh, grow <laughs> whenever they have a little bit of, you know, that stress mm-hmm. kind of triggers them to grow. Um, and uh, yeah, so I, I mean, a lot of this, I honestly was like, this looks very, very well researched. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know if I understand any of this, but it's okay. Fine. Yeah. It was a little too, it was a little too, um, right. But I, but academic. it basically, it basically did, the, it basically said the same thing that you said, but there's, yeah. you know, okay. it ta- talks about how the rats reacted to things that they were talking. Oh about. yes. Yeah. I think I, I kind of glanced at that one too. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I thought was interesting, and I think this goes, so to kind of bridge the gap, I think, um, between the two, the negative and the positive, um, in that BBC article, they talked about the, I think it's called the yerkes dotson principle, and it's basically a bell curve of performance while under stress, mm-hmm. and that the initial, so obviously you know what a bell curve looks like, yes. um, and so there is a time... The, so as stress goes on, your performance will increase, but there is a certain point when the rate of return starts to decrease. And then, right. so long-term, that stress does not, um, or, you know, then your performance starts to suffer. So um, I think that is probably pretty well sums it up with the exclu- exclusion of, of course, the traumatic or the extreme stress, you know, mm-hmm. like obviously that's just straight up bad. But I think day-to-day stress, you've got that, the bell curve theory makes total sense to me. Um, especially the way that it applies, like as I think about myself, mm-hmm. because I'm someone, uh, these, this, these are just my thoughts about myself. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm someone that needs to be challenged all the time. And so that stress gives me that challenge. Right. And so, um, and it gives me immense satisfaction to be under stress and then succeed. Um, but the catch is I need praise or I burn out. So if right. I if I'm constantly under stress and doing stuff and it doesn't matter if I'm succeeding, but if I'm constantly doing stuff and no one no one is like if I'm not victorious in some way, right? So if right. I'm not achieving something, I guess I should say it doesn't have to be praise, but I I need to at least see that I'm making progress. Yeah, see some type um, of result. Yeah, I need to see a result or else I'll burn out. Right. Um, so that my, I'm, I am perfectly okay with stress. And I think um, I've managed to deal with it pretty well, but it has to be for something. If, if, if not, then definitely like I'll just, yeah, it does not turn out very well. But right. um, I think I've learned when I start to get stressed, I've learned to kind of step back and evaluate and reprioritize. And so that helps keep me calm during stress. Um, and I think, though, sometimes I may be under stress and not realize it because, like, right. for example, when I moved over here and I was trying to move and work and James was still in Illinois and everything like that, like some of these side effects, like the gastrointestinal issues, and um, right. I don't think I mentioned insomnia in that one, but insomnia was one of the side effects in a different article that I read. And I remember when I came over here, I would go to bed at, you know, 11, 11.30 at night and then wake up at like 4.30 or 5 in the morning and be wide awake. So right. I didn't have a problem falling to sleep, but I wouldn't stay asleep as long as normal. Right, right. And um, so I know I was having sleeping problems. And then, of course, just like my stomach, it was, just like, it was like my stomach was constantly upset when I yeah. first moved over. Yeah. And then um, I've also, I mentioned in the last episode, I've gained some weight, even though I really haven't changed a lot of my dietary right stuff so um you know obviously i'm under stress but like mentally i don't 
like I didn't feel it at the time. I definitely right, feel right. stressed now, but I didn't feel it at the time. But, um, but yeah. So I think I, for me personally, the bell curve makes perfect sense because I need I need the stress for me because I get I need to be challenged. Right. But over a long period of time, it can start to degrade if I don't start seeing progress. Right. And I think that that. So I was looking at the bell curve graph in the BBC article that we'll link in show notes. And there's another graph in the Berkeley uh, news um, article that I'm doing as well. And it also has kind of a curve, but it's a little bit different um, as far as like the way that it looks, even though I think that they're basically saying the same thing. It's just maybe they're just starting like, it doesn't start as early in there. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. But essentially, whenever you have, you know, acute stress, like, or like something's happening that freaks you out or makes you scared or, you know, you're, it's like, oh, here is the, the stimulus. I must react to this thing. Like if you're, if you're there and you're not getting that all the time, like that's not so bad because then you can like, that can actually, you know, help you, you end up Mm -hmm. being able to really perform very, very well. But the longer that goes on, it's very quickly degrades because then it becomes chronic. And then the chronic stress is what causes really, I think a lot of these problems for, um, you know, for individuals. I always think about, you know, for my own experience, one of the things that my therapist would talk to me about is like, you know, you've got this amygdala that reacts to things, right? Mm-hmm. And you're, um, and whenever you have a stressful reaction, you're bathing your brain in cortisol. And then cortisol is, okay. of course, like, you know, not good for you, especially mm-hmm. if you, your brain is constantly being bathed in cortisol. Yeah. Like, that's not a good thing. Um, which but, I think is what leads to the weight gain because I think cortisol is what right. tells your body to to hold weight. Right. It's like, oh my gosh, the world is ending. You better hold on to everything that you have. <laughs> yes. uh, it's like, no, I just, you know, got yelled at by somebody on the phone um, and that it, it's going to be okay, brain, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> it's, but that's, we're, we're wired to like be in that state of mind. And I think that, you know, as we talk about, you know, how some stress can be very positive, I think it is mm-hmm. important to remember that our <laughs> our lives and society and a lot of our jobs are designed to kind of s- keep us in this constant state of stress. Yeah. Um, and if we don't, like, recover and that goes back to the burnout book when we were talking about that mm-hmm. it was like having that stress recovery period um whether you're you know exercise or whatever it is to tell that your body that no you're actually safe right yes um yeah it's like you have to be able to have that because if you don't then you don't ever allow you end up in that chronic state and i think that's where all of those major problems happen um, is when you're just like in that constant state and not resetting from it. So anyway, important yeah, to remember as we sense. talk about this. So yes, I think that makes sense. Well, that was actually the end of my notes. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> that 
that was my finale was talking about how it my my opinion and how it affects me that was my finale so <laughs> oh, gotcha 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 well I did want to say because one of the things that we talked about was looking at it from a like a more positive point of view and yes. I'm going to link an article as well that came from uh, Stanford and it's talking about this idea of an well, the title of it is Embracing Stress is More Important Than Reducing Stress. And the, Oh, I saw you link that, and I'm very intrigued. Yeah, so it's really interesting, and I have a couple of thoughts about it. So basically, okay. um, this uh, psychi- uh, psychiatrist, psychologist, psychologist mm-hmm. um, is talking about the importance of um, like changing your mindset about stress, because... Mm-hmm that is going to change how you respond to it. So how you think about stress will help you change how you respond to it. So yeah, the perception. Um, right, exactly, is what it's saying. So it talks about the fact that you can look at the fact that, hey, this could be something that could help me. I know that this is something that's going on, um, but I'm going to look at it in a more positive way light right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh you don't want to like tell yourself that stress is just good for you like just don't say yeah this is good for me like you've got to be aware of all the things that we just talked about right Mm -hmm. um but they said that the three and i'll quote this directly from the from the uh article the three most protective beliefs about stress are one, to view your body's stress response as helpful, not debilitating. So, for mm-hmm. example, you re- you view that stress as energy that you can use. Two, mm-hmm. to view yourself as able to handle and even learn and grow from the stress in your life. And mm-hmm. then three, to view stress as something that everyone deals with. So it's not something yeah. that proves just how uniquely screwed up you or your life is, <laughs> which I felt a little like. I felt a little like taken taken out. I was like, "Why are you talking to me? Don't talk to me." <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, you felt targeted. Me. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, but so I think that that's really interesting because it's talking about if you you basically put it in a more positive frame, and this will relate to the book, which I'll talk about, um, and probably in our next episode, whenever we wrap up the month that I've been reading about re rewiring happiness or. I can't remember. Hardwiring happiness is what it's called. Yeah. Um, okay. Because it's like this idea of letting yourself get into these more positive states and like understand that things aren't all bad all the time. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is great. But the other thing you've got to understand is that stress can be bad. Um, yeah. So you it says choosing to see the upside of stress isn't about denying the fact that stress can be harmful. It's about trying to balance your mindset so that you feel less overwhelmed and hopeless about the fact that your life is stressful. Okay. (laughs) Um, And it's talking about the fact that we, it's like a lot of times when stress happens, it's not like you're like, yes, I chose this to happen to me, you know? (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) I went out and, and decided that these were things that I needed. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, so it's like, okay, well, <laughs> this is not anything you can control. So what can you do to, like, mm-hmm. change your change your mind about it and turn towards it as opposed to reacting against it and then accepting it? And that's, you know, I think about a couple of things. I think about that old, um, oh, is it the St. Francis saying? 
it's a it's like a prayer it's like um lord grant me the serenity prayer lord grant me the serenity to accept the things i cannot change change the things i can and the wisdom to know the difference or something like that oh yes yeah but yeah um you know but that's kind of the it's kind of like the cornerstone of any type of studying about equanimity that you would do where you just like accept the fact that shit happens and you know you are able to understand that you're able to handle it and Mm -hmm. so i think that that's it's kind of related to that um and so yeah so it's basically talking about changing your mindset so i have two minds about it number one that i think that it is very much related to a lot of the mindfulness stuff that I've been studying and I definitely think that it's very helpful to like not get yourself in one of those like downward spirals of oh my gosh this is also overwhelming how in the world am I ever gonna get yeah. out of it blah 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 because that doesn't help all that does right. is make you feel worse and worse about everything um mm-hmm. easier said than done of course which is yes. why having tools like meditation and mindfulness and exercise and whatever tools work for you to be able to take yourself out of that moment and close the gap and remind yourself that you are safe um Mm -hmm. and you know for some of us that's medication too that kind (laughs) of helps us get to that to that point but i also do want to address (laughs) the fact that you know, this person's literally saying you don't, you know, stress is just part of life and stress is just part of everyone's life the way that it is. And yes, but should it be? Like, yes, that's, my, <laughs> that's my big question. I mean, now obviously we can't, I can't control like the way society is created, but mm-hmm. so much of the stress that I know that I feel from like, my job or whatever um seems like it could be so easily fixed if the world was built differently and you know people were the world had a mindset of yes we want you to you know be innovative and you know perform and do awesome stuff but we're not going to require you to work 15 hours a day in order to do it, Mm -hmm. you know, or we're not going to ask you to like sit down at a desk for, you know, 10 hours nonstop without any, you know, breaks or whatever. Like you could do so much, so much of that kind of work can be done without like, there's just some things you can create to make life a lot easier, streamline these processes and not require people to like work 70 hours a week. Like people can have a better quality of life and yeah, you know, so I just, and it would be, but it takes like corporations and companies like changing their mindset and being like, you know what, if our team members are, you know, getting the job done in like, you know, 20 hours, we're going to pay them the same amount and we're only going to ask them to work 20 hours. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. and that's not the way any company seems to look at things right now. And yeah, I think, 
I think it's definitely American culture because there's yeah. been articles in the past that's like, yeah, I mean, like other countries look at America like, what yeah. the heck are you doing over there? And yeah, that I think that stressful workplace is just, yeah, it's like just American. It's just, the, yeah. So I think um, in order to not have that, I think you either have to very deliberately <laughs> pick Go a job Europe. that, yeah, you either have to move out of America or uh, you have to deliberately pick a job that is like you just you just have to be OK with not making as much money and you just have to go. Right. I mean, not that not that every job that's not stressful, um, it, you know, is not going to make money. But um, I know that I, there's this one lady that I uh, follow on Instagram and she I don't know what she used to do. I don't know what her original job was, but. She went through like a messy divorce, and as part of that, she went to a um, like this monk monk getaway kind of thing, right, um, right. retreat, and it just really like changed her life. And so now she does stuff with yoga and like all this like um, does a lot of uh, volunteering and community work and stuff like that. And yeah, um, so I think, but I'm, I I guarantee you know she's not rolling in the dough. So I think that. In in America specifically, you kind of have to make the trade off of, uh, you know, stress or uh, not stress. So you have to, yeah. I think the jobs in America that don't require stress are. But you're right. Is that if if Americans weren't so greedy, I think it is. Because a lot of times <laughs> when a company is making it harder on their employees, they're doing it to improve their bottom profit. line. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so ding, they ding, just ding. hired, yeah, <laughs> they could just hire like five more people and yes. it would take the weight of a lot of weight off of their employee shoulders. But exactly. that's not what it's about. So instead right. they give you cupcakes and, and like, oh, we care about you. Here's a cupcake. No, well, if you cared about me, you would hire an additional person for my team. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, they're going to pull that wool over your eyes and give you a cupcake. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and and I am very motivated yes. by cupcakes. So I have historically just been like, okay. So, so that's why you're still in corporate America. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't know. I just feel like, you know, there's so many, these jobs need to be done. It's, this is important work. I think that a lot of uh, you and I both do every single day. And, yeah. but I just feel like we should have more people and it should be more evenly yeah. distributed and it could like, be better. It could be better. And it doesn't mean that, you know, you wouldn't, you would still make the same amount of money. And yes, you wouldn't have to work 15 hours a day, but like, that would be okay. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. They exactly. really don't, that, that does not have to be the way that it is. It is only created that way because the people at the top want more money and it drives me insane. <laughs> yep. So anyway, <laughs> that's me. Uh, that's my, that's, this is what gets us canceled because now <laughs> the, they'll be like, okay, this is obviously a communist podcast and <laughs> we're shutting well. you down. <laughs> This isn't the way I thought we would go, but oh well. I guess <laughs> it is what it is. <sighs> uh, but anyway, all of that to say, to kind of bring it back around to stress, that, you know, it there is definitely, I think about it kind of like when you're running a 5K, right? Mm-hmm. And um, you're, you are running and you see the finish line. 
Mm-hmm. And almost every single time, like even the 5K that I did not run, um, yeah. when I saw the finish line or when I saw that the finish line was coming up, like I had a surge of, okay, let's go. <laughs> We're going to yeah. run it now, you know. Right. Um, yeah. Because the finish line is right there. Like we're going to, we got to finish, you know, we got to actually run yeah. to the finish line. Um, yeah. And that's, I think, an example of that kind of, there's there was an outside stimulus. It mm-hmm. created a desire in me to like literally run. Yep. Um, and I did it. And then I felt good yeah. after it. So like, yeah. I think that that kind of stress and the one that you were talking about, like, you feel like you've got to do something and you accomplish the goal and you see the progress. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think that that is a good kind of stress. I don't even know if I want to call it stress. I still feel like mm-hmm. it needs to be called something else. Yeah. So that we don't get it confused with this other really bad type of stress right. that can cause so many problems. So anyway, but yes, I think we have come to the same conclusion. <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, yeah, I'm excited to talk more about um, positive mindsets and things of that nature because okay. I think that my, I think I will be, if I haven't finished the book by the time mm-hmm. we do our monthly recap, um, I will be pretty close to it. So I will okay. be excited to talk about that and mindfulness and stuff. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to hear about it then. Yes. Excellent. Yes. All right. Well, I hope that the rest of your, well, I mean, the rest of your week, it's Sunday. I hope that your <laughs> week <laughs> is much less stressful than it has been. Thank you. Yes. I'm hoping that, um, yeah, this is a turning point and that it's kind of falling into place now. And if so, that'll be amazing. But uh, <laughs> in two weeks, I think roughly, I don't know ex- the exact days, but um, I will be moving. So that'll be a whole different kind of stress that'll right. be put on me. <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, after, after like around the end of November, I should be good and settled and uh, all this relocation stress should be off of me. So that'll be nice. Okay. Well, good. Yeah. But anyway. In the meantime, breathe. Right. Yes, breathe. Just breathe. <laughs> and eat cupcakes. And eat cupcakes. <laughs> but not if they're trying to make you, you know. That's right. Be okay. If they're diversion. Diversion cupcakes. Diversion cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> Refuse the diversion cupcakes. Yes. Yes. Oh, I love you, Stacy. I love you too. I will talk to you next week. Okie doke. Bye. Bye. A Hoots Media Production. Hoots, 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 ho